Okay, hello, welcome to the Totally Kind of Okay podcast. That was the last time we will have my improvised uh, intro music. Next year, 2023, we will have actual intro music because yeah I'm actually gonna get it done I'm paying my brother to incentivize him to get it done so (laughs) welcome to the podcast I'm your host Tiffany Joy Bankhead and I'm doing totally kind of okay um thank you for being here with me today this is a podcast designed to improve your mental health after listening to each episode We talk about real-life experiences with mental health issues and disorders, mental health treatment, tools you can apply to your life today, and healthy habits that improve your overall health. I share personal struggles and victories I've had with my mental health after being diagnosed 10 years ago with bipolar type 2 and more recently with generalized anxiety and ADD or ADHD. So that's a little about me. Another thing about me is I am not a licensed therapist. This is not a replacement for therapy. I definitely highly recommend, and if you go to pretty much any episode I've done in the past, I recommend going to therapy if you're struggling with your mental health. I am not a health professional. I have a bachelor's degree in counseling with an emphasis in substance abuse and addiction. Um which doesn't really mean jack (laughs) diddly, doesn't mean I can practice uh, therapy or anything like that. So just wanted to insert that disclaimer in case you are seeking therapy. This is not therapy, but I do recommend that you do look for some. We start every episode with an affirmation because I've been doing affirmations for over 10 years. Basically, since I started mental health treatment, And it's been a way for me to change my mind and the way I think because the words that we tell ourselves are powerful and we pretty much have um, automated thoughts. Um, Our thoughts are basically 99% automated um, on autopilot from our subconscious. And so when you start to use affirmations and repeating them, you're starting to change your thoughts and then you change your subconscious. So... That's why we do affirmations. So this one today is because of this episode is about the new year. Um, I always try to relate the affirmation to the topic of the podcast. So today we're going to say our affirmation and then repeat it three times together. We're going to repeat it together. All right, here's our affirmation. Every day is a new beginning and every year I get better and become a more authentic version of myself. Sorry, it's a little bit of a mouthful, this one, so I'll go slow. Let's repeat it three times. Every day is a new beginning, and every year I get better and become a more authentic version of myself. Every day is a new beginning, and every year I get better and become a more authentic version of myself. Every day is a new beginning, and every year I get better and become a more authentic version of myself. Hopefully that's an affirmation that you can use at the beginning of the year and throughout the year in 2023 to become a better and more authentic version of yourself because 
you were made perfectly, you were made uniquely, and you are meant to be who you are at your core and not who you have become according to what the world uh, what <laughs> what the world thinks of you or how they perceive you. You are you because everybody is literally different. Even identical twins are different. So be yourself. That is an important message for going into the new year is to really do the things that make you happy, whatever it is, whatever weird hobby or like, I don't know. <laughs> There's so many things. We're going to talk about some um, things you can do for goals and stuff in the new year and some hobbies and stuff like that. But um, literally whatever makes you happy, do that. And we talk a lot about things that make you happy in the self-care episode number four. So go check that out if you haven't listened to that already. Today is episode 10. Da, 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 da. Sorry if that was too loud. Um, yeah, episode 10. I'm so, so freaking excited. Oh, like, oh my gosh, I'm so stoked. I can't believe we made it through 2022 and I did 10 episodes of the podcast of this podcast and we're totally kind of okay, right? Like in the end, you know, uh, this might have been a rough year. Um, you know, people are still experiencing things that came up from isolation and, um, gosh, that was, what a trip, man. <laughs> How crazy <laughs> was that whole experience of 2020 and then going into 2021? Um, isolation is like one of the absolute worst things that could ever happen to any human being. It's literally one of the worst things for your physical, mental, emotional, spiritual health, um, where human beings were made to be around other human beings. Like, Nobody is made to be alone. I know there's that show called Alone about people that go off into the wilderness. I think it's uh, like British Columbia. I'm not hundred. Maybe they have different areas they go to, but that's the one I watched. Um, and even those people are only alone for like what month, couple months or something. Like, and it's it's hard. Like you see them like just struggling, like talking to themselves and working stuff out. And, you know, we were made to be in community. We were made to be with friends and family and coworkers and neighbors and other volunteers and church members and just everybody around you. Like you, you literally are meant to connect with people every single day. And that's, you know, how the world is designed. And there's a reason for that because it's healthy. Literally, one of the best things you can do for your mental health is to be around people and to be authentic. Be your true self around other people. Um, don't, you know, hold back or try to pretend to be somebody else because people appreciate people who are themselves and are vulnerable and real and authentic. So, yeah, I don't know. Oh, I was like, how did I get off on that tangent? Um, yeah, isolation and um, just the the negativity that came from that. 
I know like there were so many like things traumatic things that came up for people because when you're alone you're stuck like with your thoughts or you're stuck with toxic people which was a huge uh uh not phenomenon uh it's just a terrible thing that happened for a lot of people during um lockdown and it, like people were locked down and stuck with people who were really toxic and abusive to them um I know personally that's when I split from my ex-husband was in May June of 2020 and he was you know I'm not gonna like talk bad about him because you know he's still a good guy and everybody has our issues and our flaws um and he just has a lot to work on that he's not working on. <laughs> anyway, he was abusive and toxic. Um, just um, more like emotionally abusive than anything. He wasn't really like verbally, definitely never physically, but just emotionally abusive. And it was really, really hard for me to be with him. Although... <laughs> you know, and, and be locked down, you know, uh, although like, I will say like out of all the people I know from 20, I don't know why I'm going on this big tangent, but anyway, I have a point. Um, <laughs> um, of all the people I know from 2020, like me and my ex had our friends, um, visiting us like way often, like during, during isolation, we were not isolating. We had our friends around and that was actually toxic too, because some of our friends were toxic. So, um, that all that to say, we're still recovering from that craziness, that chaos, that trauma that happened in 2020. And I know, you know, hopefully like myself, I got out of that toxic, um, relationship that just brought me down and made me feel bad about myself. And I'm so grateful and lucky that I did get out of that and I was able to get to a better place. And I've been single and living on my own for the past two and a half years. And well, I've been living alone for two years now, but uh, single for two and a half years. And I'm in such a way better headspace and my mental health is the best it's been in my whole life, I should say. I was going to say in the past 10 years, but it's been, I've been in treatment for mental health. Um, well, I, I went to counseling like off and on since I was like, I think 13 years old. I've been in therapy off and on since I was 13. And, um, you know, uh, my mental health was really, really poor terrible in my late teens going into my early 20s and then when I was 24 I got into a mental health hospital and that's when I say I started getting mental health treatment because that's when I started doing like group therapy and getting medication and seeing a psychiatrist and all the things so um also when I started getting uh, treatment for my hormones was just a few years after that so Anyway, um, where was I going with that? Oh, my mental health, um, is the best it's been my whole life. And part of the reason is because I have been focusing on myself and I've just put 
you know, all my efforts into improving my mental health, taking care of it, learning to be stable, learning not to have extreme highs and lows because, you know, that's what comes with bipolar disorder is the, you know, the, the main, I try to say manic and mania at the same time, the, um, mania and the depression. Although, you know, I still struggled with, I struggle with seasonal depression, which you could also just say it's depression from bipolar. But for me, it definitely happens in seasons of my life. And I struggled with that a lot at the beginning of 2022 this year. Um, I went through, let's see, February, March, April, May. I went through like a good solid four months of pretty bad depression. But even through all of that, I was able to still maintain stability and I was able to do things I enjoyed. Like I did dance class. I did yoga. I still like socialized. I made new friends. I worked, although my work was probably one of the major things that suffered during my depression. If you want to hear, hear more about this, um, go back and listen to, I think it was episode six, um, about, I was sad. I had SAD seasonal affective disorder and I talk all about that. Um, but yeah, it's just all, all that to say, you guys, <laughs> friends, um, family, people I don't know that I love because I just love you for listening to this podcast. I appreciate you so much for being here and, and just taking time out of your day to hopefully learn something and share an experience that you can relate to and, uh, get, uh, better mental health. Um, so yeah, for all of us, all us people, human beings, beautiful beings, um, we've been through a lot this year, you know, a lot of it, you know, has cultivated and been an aftermath effect from the past two years, 2020, 2021 of like lockdowns and isolation and just crazy, craziness in the world, which we'll talk a little bit about stuff that happened in 2020, but not really. Cause I don't like, I hate focusing on negative things. Like I don't do it. And I'm going to talk about that. Um, so I haven't even said what this podcast is really about. I've hinted at some things, but today's podcast episode is about ending your year on a right note, on a good note, ending your year strong and starting your year strong. I guess that's like the typical thing people say. End your year strong, start your year strong mentally. So this is really focusing on mental health habits. Um, I'm going to explain journal prompts that I have been doing the past three years. Um, well, some of them I've been doing four years since 2019. So um, these journal prompts that I do every year and there's new ones that I did last year that I did this year that I have been really super helpful that I'm going to share with you. And then I'm just going to talk a little bit about 2020. I kind of already have, but I'm just going to say a couple more things and definitely say positive things. Um, and then, yeah, I'm just going to talk a little bit about my personal experiences with my goals, um, over the past year and my goals for next year. And then I have, I'm going to end this with, um, some ways that we can make 2023 better than this year. 
and I think everybody, you know, I think every year we get a little better. Um, if you make an effort, I, ha I have to say, I've been reading this book called The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. It's like, I, oh my gosh, I recommend this book like to every single person. Like there's not one single person that wouldn't benefit from reading this book. It's literally transformative, life-changing. Check it out, The Slight Edge. This is not sponsored. It's just literally something I'm reading. I'm actually trying to finish reading it before the end of the year because I want to get it on my list of the journal prompts that I do. One of them is books I've read for the year. So, um, yeah, but basically if you're making an effort in these, the book says, if you're making an effort in these little tiny, tiny insignificant choices you make every day, you're either choosing things that are improving your life or you're choosing or AKA not choosing by not doing things that are bringing your life down and making it worse and making you a failure, making your health worse, your finances, your relationships. And there's no in between. There's no like straight line that, you know, you're just staying the same. Like nobody stays the same. Literally we're either improving and growing and getting better or we're failing and getting worse and becoming less healthy. There's really nothing um, you can do to just stay the exact same. And that's, that's the truth. Like I 100% fully believe that I've seen it in my own life where I went through a period with my ex-husband where I was going down in my life. I was getting worse habits and I've gone through this, not just with my ex-husband, but even before him, like there's been periods in my life where my life was not improving. It was, I can't, I don't want to keep saying getting worse. I'm trying to think of another word, but I can't think of it right now. So it was declining. That's a good word. It was declining. Um, and I've been through periods where I've been improving and I would say over the past 10 years, since I've been focusing on mental health treatment, my life has improved in a lot of ways. Um, and in other ways it was also declining and getting worse. So, I mean, you know, we're all a work in progress. We all have things that we need to do, focus on and get better at and improve and grow and all that stuff. Um, and then we're also going to have flaws and shortcomings, but the point is the decisions you're making, are you making decisions that are bringing you more towards your goals and bringing you towards a healthier person? Or are you making decisions that are making you less healthy and more unhealthy and in a worse situation? So I, I got off on another tangent. I haven't even gotten to my notes for the podcast yet and we're already... 20 minutes in. So hang in there, people. I promise this is going to be a good episode. I mean, hopefully it is so far, but, um, <laughs> um, now let's get to the notes, the topic for the day, because, um, I prepared it. And so this might be like an hour long episode. I'm just going to warn you because I've been trying to make episodes shorter, but it hasn't been working out. Um, so actually what I'm doing next year, if you're still, um, enjoying and enthusiastic about this podcast, um, 
please give me five stars on Spotify. Um, also, this podcast will be on Apple Podcasts next year. So if you have an iPhone, you probably have the podcast app. So we're going to be on Apple Podcasts next year, um, which obviously if you're on Spotify, you know it's already on Spotify, but maybe you like listening to Apple Podcasts better. So um, look forward to that. And then also there's going to be shorter episodes, I promise. <laughs> um, what I'm going to do is break down topics into smaller segments. And so you'll get like, uh, probably, I'll probably do like 25 to 35 minute episodes. Um, just something easy that you can listen to while you go on a walk or while you're cleaning or cooking. I mean, that's when I listen to podcasts the most. So, but driving too is a big one. Um, yeah. So thank you again for listening and supporting this podcast and please share this with a friend and give us five stars and we appreciate you so much. There were major things, major life altering things that happened in 2022. A lot of crap, a lot of crapola crud happened in 2022. But I want you to know this is the message I want because I don't want to focus on the negative and talk about all the bad things that happened. What I want you to focus on is the fact that what is important is what you choose to focus on and how you respond to things. You can only control yourself and your reactions. Um, that's literally all you can control in this life. I mean, you can't even control your kids. Like you can try to force your kids to do things, but you literally can't physically control them unless you're being abusive. <laughs> I mean, unless you have an infant, then infants a little bit different, but even infants are going to still want to do their own thing. <laughs> um, but there's this like great quote, like one of my f absolute favorite quotes ever that I have known for, I don't know, over 10 years now. It's, it's from Viktor Frankl. If you don't know who Viktor Frankl was, he was, um, a psychiatrist, I think he was a psychiatrist or a psychologist. Anyway, psychiatrist or psychologist that went through the, um, he was Jew Jewish and he went through the Holocaust and was in, um, a camp, uh, one of the, um, oh my gosh, I can't think of the word, the camps, you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, so he went through a horrible, horrific things and he survived and he did a lot. So by um, what he chose to focus on and how he chose to um, control his mind and his thoughts. So one of his most famous quotes is this. Between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. I mean it's so profound. Like it gives me the chills, the shivers, just to like say that, like with such like, not authority with such like, um, confidence that like, this is literally a life changing quote. I'm going to repeat it one more time because I think it's that good. Okay. Victor Frankl says between stimulus and response, there is a space. And that space is our power to choose and our response or is our power to choose our response and our response lies our growth and our freedom. So, like I said, 
it's all about how you react and respond to things. It's not about what happens to you. It's not about what happens in the world. Like, obviously, there's going to be things that are going to affect you economically, politically, um, sociologically. There's, you know, biologically, there could be things, you know, pollutants and stuff like there's going to be things that literally affect you, but how you choose to respond is in your control and how you choose to make what you make of those situations is, uh, what's going to create your growth or your demise. Because if you choose poorly and choose the negative and focus on what the bad part of the situation is, then you're going to you know, start to decline. Um, so you can either choose growth and freedom or you can choose to, you know, perish. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, that's, that's it. Like I just was talking about, like it says in that book. Um, so yeah, I just love that quote. And I also wanted to say about 2022, some of the things that happened, just a few of them were the, some of the major bad things, um, was inflation. Inflation was really bad. There was war. Obviously, there's uh, multiple wars going on, but of course, the new war between Russia and Ukraine started. That's been just horrible. Um, there's severe weather and severe storms. Um, there's people dying, like tons of people dying. And then, of course, Elon Musk buying Twitter. <laughs> That was just a joke <laughs> about Elon Musk buying Twitter being a bad thing. I don't think it's a bad thing. I actually think it's a good thing. So that I don't give my opinion very often on this podcast because I don't think it matters really. I mean, the only reason it matters is when it comes to my experience and how I react to things. Um, I guess that's my opinion of how I think I should react. But I don't try to give my opinion about like, what I think other people are doing and how I think the world should work or anything like that. But I am going to say, I think Elon Musk buying Twitter was a good thing. <laughs> anyway, if you don't like that, then that's fine. I hope you still listen because I hope you can get something out of this. But the, the point I want to make about saying, you know, what was bad that happened is I don't focus on that. I do not watch the news. Like I, I watch the news in glimpses when I go like to people's houses where they have the news on and, or like somebody's desk, whatever, like, but I do not watch the news. I do not just pull it up on YouTube or I, I don't have cable, so I can't even watch cable and watch it. Um, and that's on purpose. I literally haven't had cable for like 10 years now or something like that. Um, so, oh, I take that back. I had cable for a little bit, but it was not, it, I didn't really use it. Um, I just got a really good deal. So I was like, why not? But, um, I, I highly recommend do not, do not watch the news daily. It is so bad for your mental health. It's part one of the worst things you can probably do for your mental health is watch the news. People that watched the news every day in 2020 had some of the worst mental health and overall physical health that I've ever seen or 
that I, you know, saw, you know, as far as reactions and stuff on social media, like I will watch social media and watch, you know, like big events that come up on there and stuff. But, um, people that watch the news were so much more anxious and so much more worried about how bad the world was and how bad things were. Meanwhile, I did not watch news. I had such a positive attitude. I, my immunity was so good. I've actually, to this day, I've never had COVID. I've been sick twice in the past, um, like five years and one time, and I tested, you know, did the stupid, stupid test because literally like viruses are viruses. Like the flu is a virus. If you get the flu and you're already sick because of your lifestyle and your pre-existing diseases, like you're going to die because you're in bad health already. Like, and the flu is just going to push you over the edge. Or like if you get a vi any type of virus, like there's that virus, the RSV going around, which, you know, is obviously really bad. And, um, but if your health is already bad, like you don't take care of yourself, you have a heart condition, you have diabetes, you have, you're overweight, you have a poor diet, you don't exercise, you have, um, an immune disease, you have a hormone imbalance. Like if you have those things, of course, if you get any type of sickness, you're going to be worse off because your immune system just isn't as good. I know I'm getting kind of on a little rant here, but I feel very strongly about being proactive and being preventative and having good health because you take care of your body and you take care of your mind and you take care of the way the people you're around, what you put into your um what you put into your mind, what you see, what you listen to, what you watch, see and watch are the same thing. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's why I say like, don't watch the news. It can, it can increase your stress. Like I said, um, people who watch the news every day are some of the most stressed out people I know. And guess what? They're in bad health. They're overweight. They're sick. They have bad blood pressure. And they think like, that the news isn't affecting that heck yeah people get 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 a grip like wake up the news is toxic i'm gonna say it's mostly propaganda because it's skewed it's always there's an agenda like there's an agenda behind the news it's not just to tell you the facts of what's going on there's always a story going on and it's made to instill fear in people because it's made to control people it's literally made to make you stressed out, make you sick so you can be controlled, so you can get medication and so you can be on medication, which funds, you know, the big pharma companies. And that's all I'm going to say about that. No, <laughs> I don't talk about my opinions, but that is my opinion. I truly hundred percent believe that if you don't agree, hopefully you stay here and listen because I have other good things to talk about in regards to mental health. Um, and that's really not what this show is about, but I just want to make it a point that, um, watching the news is bad even so it causes stress, which I just said, um, but the CDC, everybody's beloved, you know, CDC center for disease control says that stress can include changes in sleep or eating patterns, 
worsening of mental health conditions, fear and worry about your health and health of loved ones, and difficulty concentrating. That's a direct quote from the CDC website. So even the CDC acknowledges that stress is bad for your health. So, and what to do for your mental health? What is good? Instead of watching the popular news stations, go on social media. <laughs> I know that, that sounded kind of ironic. Um, but watch not just like crap on social media, like not just, you know, celebrities and bull crap. Um, on social media, this is what I want to tell you. Watch positive news and feel good accounts. Focus on filter what is in your filter. Focus on what you are consuming. What you consume becomes what your thoughts are. What your thoughts are become what you feel. How you feel, you react based on how you feel. Your reactions are your behavior. Your behaviors are your life. So literally, what you watch, what you read, what you take in becomes your life. Now, do you want to have a healthy, positive, feel-good, happy life? Or do you want to have a toxic, negative, just down, depressive life? Then stop watching the <laughs> freaking news, man. Instead, go to Instagram. I'm going to give you some positive accounts to watch, um, to follow on Instagram. I'm going to list them because these are some of the ones that bring me the most joy and make me feel good. So I'm going to tell you them right now. Tanks, good news. That's tank like a army tank, T-A-N-K-S. Tanks, good news. It's by a, a meme guy that does, it's memes. It's a meme account. And it's um, all about happy, good, positive things that are happening in the world. And like, especially between people, like in relationships. So it's always nice to see touching things about human beings doing good things for other human beings because, like I said, we're all connected and um, we're meant to be together and um, help each other and love each other and show affection and spread positivity and be kind. Um, so Tank's Good News is a great uh, social media account to watch for those things. Another good news one is literally called good news underscore movement. Um, and one, another one that has uh, positive quotes and stuff is called we, the urban, it has good life quotes. There's also the good quote, which has positive quotes about life. Um, I also love this account called my self love supply. And it's all about learning to love yourself and quotes that uh, will help you do that. And then, of course, there's accounts like We Rate Dogs. That's We Rate Dogs, like um, giving them giving them a rating on like how cute or funny they are. It's such a cute account. It's got like the best pictures and videos of dogs. It's so cute. And then there's Excellent Meows, which if you're a cat person, which you know, there's nothing wrong with you. You're okay. <laughs> I'm just joking. Um, cat people are cool. My brother is a cat person actually. Well, my brother and his girlfriend are cat people, which, you know, they're really cool people. They're actually probably two of the smartest people I know in the whole world. So, um, shout out to you guys. If you're listening, I admire you both and I still love you, even though you love cats more than dogs. <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, check <laughs> check out um, excellent meows for cute cat videos. Um, another quote one that has just uplifting quotes and messages about life is Morgan Harper Nichols. That's Morgan Harper H A R P E R Nichols, and um, she's got some beautiful uh, illustrations and quotes. Then there's this one that's so cute. It's got quotes. I just love quotes. I love words. And, and the words we read, like I have said multiple times, become our subconscious thoughts and it produces how we feel. So consume good words. This one's called Little Warm Hug. <laughs> Isn't that so cute? <laughs> Little Warm Hug. Um, there's If you're a plant person, there's the account called Official Plant Memes. Um, which is pretty funny. It's got some good plant memes, especially if you're like a plant mommy or daddy. Um, and this is one of my, the funniest accounts on social media, on TikTok and Instagram. She is hilarious. Like, oh my gosh, I hope she listens to my podcast one day and hears this because I just love her so much. Um, it's a girl named Sam Ramsdell and her account, um, handle is Sam Ramsdell five, like the number five. Her last name is R A M S D E L L. Sam Ramsdell five. She is <laughs> so hilarious. She is just totally herself. Like she just puts it all out there. She's just so weird and goofy and nerdy and just like, she's just hilarious to watch. Like she's a comedian slash, um, performer and slash influencer. <laughs> She's like the most non-influencer of influencers out there. It's so funny how she, she has this thing she calls herself being an influencer hooker. <laughs> it's so funny. Okay. Uh, enough about her. Oh, and she also has the largest gape, AKA the largest mouth of female, female mouth in the world. She's actually in the Guinness book of world records. So Go check her out. Sam Ramsdale five. Um, I'm, I'm, you will, you will laugh. You will literally laugh your, your booty off and you'll be grateful for me for sharing this, uh, information. Um, if you're a Christian, um, here's a couple good, uh, accounts to follow. There's the mighty pursuit, like the pursuit of happiness, mighty pursuit, um, gives you, you know, positive Christian messages. And then there's the positivity preacher, which I love this account. It's just positivity preacher. It's not just for Christians. It's really like for anybody who's spiritual. Um, and it just gives you good messages. Like, you know, if you believe in God, um, you can believe in the universe. That's fine. But you know, who created the universe? That's a good question. You know, maybe you should ask yourself that. I know there's like, allegedly the big bang theory and all that, but who, who created the bang? Like how did the bang happen? <laughs> Again, I'm not going to give my opinion here, but you know, there, there might be a God. There just might be. Um, anyway, so if you believe in God, the positivity preacher is a great, um, positive messages, uh, account to follow on Instagram. And then, um, there's, I love history. Um, I, I should, I shouldn't say should. I want to read more history. I just am focused on this year. I barely read any books compared to the last couple of years, but I do love historical fiction books. So 
their books like about the war or about people that were in the war and it's not just the war it's like major you know events in history and stuff um and it's like but it's a fictional story about somebody who was during that time um i love those books um because i just think history is so interesting um but there's a couple history accounts to follow that are cool on instagram one is history photographed so like you take a picture like a photographed um history photographed and they just posted this thing that was um if you were born in 1900 like 1900 um it it said all the things that would have happened to you by the time you were like 75 you would have gone through like i think it was four or five wars um you would have gone through the spanish flu which killed like i think it was 50 million people um all the depression like all these crazy things like if you were born in 1900, your life would have been so gnarly, bro. <laughs> it would have been a trip. Like, shout out to my grandparents. Well, my great grandma died. She was born in 1927. And um, so she experienced some of those things. Um, but not the First World War, obviously. Um, but her parents did. Anyway, so history photographed that's a great account um then there's history cool kids which is kind of more like a funnier history account but also you know in interesting it's very interesting history now i think these accounts of the history accounts are legit i don't know if they're 100 percent like factual but they're really interesting <laughs> um i take them as facts because i believe stuff on social media <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but so far it's been beneficial. It's helped me in my life. Um, of course, there's um, any of The Office, the show, The Office, the, sorry, to the Brits, if you're listening in the UK, um, I'm sure your Office show is really funny. I actually haven't seen it. I, I am meaning to watch that. Maybe I'll make that happen in 2023. But the US version of The Office is like, it's probably the best show in the history of all shows, sitcoms. Is it a sitcom? I don't know. Any, any TV show ever. The whole history. The Office is number one. That's my opinion. <laughs> Man, I'm really opinionated this episode. Uh, let me know if you guys like that or not. <laughs> Send me an email to totally kind of okay. That's just an O and a K. No A-Y. Totally kind of okay at gmail.com. Let me know whether or not you thought this was a good show when I gave, when I was more opinionated. Or if you want me to talk about anything else, you can also email totallykindofokay at gmail.com and let me know if there's subjects you want me to cover or any feedback you want to give me. I appreciate any of it. So any of those meme accounts by the office are amazing because they're just hilarious. And then I do want to promote a mental health account. Of course, you know, follow me, Tiffany Joy Banka, on Instagram because I talk more about my mental health experiences on there. But um, for a mental health national um, recognized nationwide account, it's called NAMI Communicate. And that's NAMI is National Alliance on Mental Illness. So it's their official Instagram, NAMI Communicate. So yeah, follow those. So I think the ultimate lesson here is that what you consume matters. What you watch, listen to, read, who you hang out with, 
all of those influence how you think, behave, and feel. Um, it, a big thing is about who you hang out with. Like I said earlier in the episode, like in isolation and lockdown, like people were around toxic people and they just couldn't stand it any longer. Unfortunately, there was a ton of, you know, domestic violence and abuse of kids and stuff that was just horrific that happened during that time because, you know, people literally couldn't get away from their abusers. Like they couldn't, you know, a lot of times people go to a day job or a night job or any job to escape like their abuser, if it's their spouse or their, um, maybe a elderly parent they're living with, or even kids, I mean, can abuse their parents. Um, or for kids, obviously, you know, they would go to school to get away from their abusive parents. And that is just tragic that they had to stay in that home with their person that was literally, uh, it's so sad. I, I'm not going to keep talking about it. It's just, it's just terrible. Just so sad. And one of the worst, worst things that I think happen along with, um, the amount of suicide and depression that happened as a result of lockdown and isolation. I'm going to do an episode about, uh, isolation and depression because terrible things. I think it was one of the worst things that could have ever happened for us. I think, here's another opinion. I think we would all be way better off if we didn't go through lockdown. I think, I think, uh, our health, our mental health and our well-being and our physical health would be way better if we were able to go outside and enjoy the outdoors and be around people we love and be in community. Like, I think it would be better off this year than it has been the past two, three years. Anyway, I got off on another tangent. Oh my gosh. Okay. So <laughs> that's that. Um, just remember what you consume creates what you believe, how you think creates, how you feel creates, how you behave creates your consequences, which that is your life. Your life is the consequences of your behaviors and actions. So just be really conscious about what you're doing. And next year, try to follow some of those social media accounts that are more positive and feed you good words and words of wisdom and happy things and emotional touching things and help you heal from your trauma that you experienced the past few years or the past, you know, few decades. <laughs> I didn't mean to laugh about trauma for decades. That's not funny. I, I was just laughing from my personal experience of growing up in a in a trauma environment for, you know, decades, <laughs> which is not funny. I don't know why I'm, it's one of those things when you're like nervous laughing because you're admitting to something that's actually really serious and you're just nervous about it. <laughs> so, okay. Now moving on to the next part. Um, we are at 47 minutes and we're only getting to the second half of this podcast. So I'll try to make this really quick. I'll try to talk faster too. This part is about the journal prompts that I do for reflecting on the past year and for setting um, goals for the new year for 2023. So um, I think it's very important to not only project what you want in the future, but to take a um, collection, collective, um, gosh, I can't think of it, like to 
um, do a, oh my gosh, what's it called? To do an inventory or an audit of the past year. That's what I was trying to think of. It's important to take inventory of the things you did the last year and an audit of the things you did and how you felt about them, how they created results in your life, what ended up happening as a result of other things you did. So for me, I keep track of a lot of things in my calendar. I actually recently started um, keeping track more of like hour by hour what I'm doing like on the weekends. During the week, not so much. I don't always keep track of it, but on the weekends, I keep track of like what I'm doing each hour um, so I can kind of reflect back and see, you know, what I did that improved or diminished my life. Um, and so that's really helpful. So keeping track of things, good things that you did and not just like appointments or meetings or work, like also keep track of like when you go on walks or when you hang out with a friend or when you read a book, like keep track of those like positive good things that you do. And you can see when you do an audit of the past year, you can see how often you were doing those things. And then you can be like, well, how did I feel in the month of June? What was I doing? Oh, I was hanging out with so-and-so like a bunch, or I was reading a book like every day or every weekend I read a book. And you can see like, wow, June, I felt really good. I felt really inspired. I felt really uh, motivated. I felt heart, like my heart expanded. I felt joy and peace. Like you can look back and see like, what were the things that I was doing? Or the opposite, you can look back and see, wow, I was working a lot or wow, I had, you know, a ton of meetings that were probably just pointless. <laughs> Um, that's one thing I like about my company, my family business is that, uh, we ra rarely have meetings. Like, you know, we have, we do the thing where it's like, you know, the meme you see where this, this meeting could have been an email. We just send the freaking email. <laughs> we don't have a meeting. We just email it like, Hey, this is the policy and procedure. This is what you're supposed to do. Do this. Or this is what you did wrong, or this is what you weren't supposed to do and do this instead. Like <laughs> I love, we're actually having a meeting on Tuesday. We've probably only had like five meetings this whole past year. <laughs> um, I don't know. There could be good things about that and bad things, but personally, I just, I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> um, okay. So do an audit or inventory of your calendar. So check your calendar. Um, if you don't keep track of things in your calendar, start doing that. Hello, like keep track of what's going on in your life. Become more conscious of the things you're doing and how it's affecting you. My dogs are snoring. Um, yeah, so start doing that because, you know, it's important to, I love tracking things actually. I love to track. I I literally have so many lists in my uh, notepad on my phone and my iPad. I track so many things. I just love it. I love to see results. That's part of the scientist in me, I guess, is that I love data. Data is just awesome because you can learn, you get feedback, feedback from data. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right. So some of the things I track um, that I reflect on are books I read. So I keep a list in my phone of books I read, excuse me, by the month. Um, every time I finish a book, I log it on my phone, my notepad on my phone. 
and I put the month that I read that book. So, um, in 2020, I think I read 50 books. And so by reading, I mean, you can listen to a book on audio or you can actually physically read a book. Um, for me, I listen to way more books than I physically read because, um, well, so, okay. So 2020, I listened to like tons of books. I think I listened to like 45 books and I only physically read like five books. Um, so I listen, I read 50 books, but most of them were listening. And then 2020, or that was, did I say 2020? I meant 2020, but 2021, I read over 30 books. And then 2022, I actually only read like about 12 books, um, which is not very much for me. And and, um, three of those were daily devotionals. So it wasn't even like an actual like book book. It was just a devotional and I didn't even start reading it till halfway through the year anyway. Um, but, uh, keep track of what you're reading. Cause again, you're being conscious of what you're putting into your mind and how it's making you feel. Another thing I do a reflection in my journal on for the previous year is, my 10 greatest happenings of the year. So I did my 10 greatest happenings of 2022 and I ended up actually coming up with, I think 24 things. No, wait, that was around 20. I actually, I, my goal is to name or list 10 great of the greatest things that happened in my life for the year. So you know, if 10 seems like a lot, then do five or do three. Like what were the three big things, the best, the best things that happened to you in a year? Like it, even if you've had the most crappiest, worst year, you can still come up with three good things that happened to you in the year because not everybody has just down days. Like even if I, I'm, let me see if I can read some of the things. Even if you are going through war, like you can appreciate, like, um, I got to spend more time with my family or, um, you know, I, somebody offered us some food or something. I don't know. That's kind of an extreme example, but, um, I'll just read you a couple of my 10 greatest things. So I started going to dance classes. Um, I started doing yoga I went to a meditation workshop. Um, I had surgery to remove my gallbladder, which was a good thing. I had dinner with my mom at a nice restaurant. Um, I finished doing a workout program. I played pickleball. I went paddle boarding. Um, I did, I went to a concert. Um, I went to a family party that was really fun. Um, so just like they, they don't have to be these huge, big things. They can be literally like, I had a nice dinner with so-and-so, like my mom or my brother or my husband or my wife. Um, it can just be little small things. Like just, it doesn't have to be a big old event. Like it can just be like, also one of mine was like going on lots of hikes because I love hiking. So that like collectively, that was one of the greatest things that happened to me in 2020. So try to come up with 10 things. If you can't do 10, do five. If you can't do five, do three. Um, the other thing is doing your 10, uh, biggest accomplishments or the 10 things you're most proud of for doing in 2022. And this is optional. I do this because I'm a big goal setter and goal getter. 
And I really believe in the power of like pursuing our goals on a daily basis as a way to grow and, and be better people. And so accomplishments, I love to acknowledge what I've accomplished. So I, I aim for doing 10, 10 of them. But again, if you can't think of 10 things that you're proud of that you did in 2022, think of five things or three things, or even, even if it's one thing, what's one thing that you are proud of yourself that you did in 2022? Like what's one action you took? It could even be one single day. Like just acknowledge, acknowledge what you did that improved your life, that made you feel good. It's such a huge um, benefit for your mental health and for feeling confident and feeling um, validated. It's like emotional, it's, it's extremely important for your emotional health. So just acknowledge what's, you know, three things I'm proud of that I did in 2022. Um, but it's also highly related to the 10 greatest happenings. Like a lot of times they're um, correlated because like one of my things for happenings was like going paddleboarding. And then my accomplishment was that I bought a paddleboard and um, obviously a huge accomplishment of mine. And thank you again for listening. If you're listening so far, you're 57 minutes in and I so much appreciate you being here. Like I can't even begin to describe how good it makes me feel that somebody is out there getting something out of this and that you want to be here because, you know, it's been a long time. <laughs> um, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you for making my year better because really you guys listening have made my year so much incredibly better. I actually hit my goal this year of getting, um, to over a hundred plays on the podcast. So thank you for making that happen. Um, you guys are awesome and I hope to bring you more, um, good things in 2023 and, and shorter episodes. Um, but yeah, so a, a thing I'm proud of is, is the podcast. I'm proud of releasing the podcast and publishing 10 episodes this year. Um, you know, my goal, my goal was, uh, two episodes a month or 24 episodes, but, um, you know, that was my push goal. That was like my big over the top goal because obviously I'd never done a podcast before. So, um, you know, I try to set, I try to set like, they're definitely attainable, but maybe a little out of my reach goals for the year. Um, and then, you know, I land somewhere and I'm, I'm proud of where I landed. So my goal was, you know, 24 and I landed at 10 and I'm super proud of myself like for doing that. And so I think, you know, I think setting big goals is important and, um, they push you to, you know, reach for more. And then when, when you end up doing, um, doing what you did, it's like, wow, I actually did that. Like I didn't do, you know, like say you have a weight loss goal of, you know, 50 pounds, which is actually one of my goals for next year. But if you have a goal of that and you're like, I lost, you know, you ended up losing 30 pounds and you're like, holy crap. I lost 30 pounds in one year. Like that's huge. That is a freaking, uh, like a two year old bro. Like you lost a two year old body off of your body. Like that's a huge accomplishment. So, um, yeah, push yourself, set bigger goals. Um, so list the things you're proud of. 
Um, and then the next prompt, the next journal prompt is who were my greatest influences of the year? So, um, you know, who, who were the people that you were around the most and who were the people that had the most influence on your life? Um, and it could be in a positive or a negative way. Um, for me, um, the, not this year, but the last year I, um, you know, had different experiences of influential people in my life. So, um, I'm, I, uh, yeah. So this year I made a change and I decided to have more positive influences in my life. And for me, my greatest influences, I just want to shout them out because I think they'll listen to this, um, was one, my brother, Joshua. Thank you, Joshua. Um, he wants to be anonymous, so I'm sorry for saying your name. Um, but you know, one day I'm going to be famous and everybody's going to know about you too. <laughs> sorry. Um, but I appreciated our deep conversations. I spent the most time with him outside of, um, my parents and my work, my co uh, coworkers, and he helped me get sober. So he inspired me to get off of marijuana. That was huge. That was one of the biggest, um, changes I made this year that really like monumentally changed my life. Another, one of the greatest influences was my mama, my mom. She's the best. Moms are the best. She was always there to talk to. She gave me encouragement and she helped me stay sober because she was always just my biggest cheerleader when it came to being sober and just, uh, you know, and just telling me, you know, you're doing good and wow, look how far you've come and look what a difference you've made in your life. And she's just the best. And my mom, oh my gosh, mom, I love you. She made me this amazing, incredible quilt for Christmas. It was one of my only Christmas presents. Um, and it was the best Christmas present that anybody got. It was, she spent over 250 hours making me this quilt and it was so beautiful not just in the design, but it had words like words of affirmation. And that is my love language. Um, so it was just amazing that she did that. And I cried for like five minutes straight because I was just so touched by it. So thank you, mom. Love you so much. Thanks for listening to the podcast and being a huge supporter. And then the third person was my friend. Um, I'll keep her anonymous because I haven't really talked to her about talking about her on the podcast, but, um, if you're listening, we went on a lot of hikes this year. You were the person that I hiked with the most. We had some amazing hikes and, uh, with the dogs and lots of, uh, water. Um, and it was just so beautiful to be able to experience that with you. I love your deep appreciation for nature and the connections that you have with people. You're really inspiring to me and just all the work that you do on yourself um, and all the things you're going through and, and growing, I should say, you're growing through because you're getting better and better. Um, you're truly um, an inspiration. So love you. You know who you are. Uh, the There's a few more journal prompts, so I'll go through them kind of quickly. But the next one is the smartest decision I made in 2022. And for me, the smartest decision I made in 2022 was to quit smoking weed. I'm trying to go back to that. Um, yeah, quit smoking weed, marijuana, dunzo, 
quit on July 2nd. There's two podcast episodes about me quitting marijuana. So if you haven't checked those out, if you struggle with addiction, go check those out. Um, or if you know somebody who has addiction, uh, also listen to those. Um, that was my smartest decision. Biggest risk I took in 2022. So write down your biggest risk you took. Mine was releasing the podcast. So that was huge. Okay. And then these things I'll try to go over quickly. There's three sets or there's four sets of three things. And when I say three things, you can make it three things. You can make it two things or you can make it one thing. So for me, just the way that I learned from this lady on, um, uh, social media, she actually was the person I got these prompts from. I didn't come up with these on my own. Um, she did three things. So there's four sets of three things and you can either do one, two, or three. I recommend not doing more than three because that just gets overwhelming. But the first one is three things I need to do less of next year. So things you need to do less of. And I'm just going to give you my examples. I'm not really going to talk about them because uh, they're kind of personal. So the first one I did from um, 2021 to 2022 was I needed to fantasize about romance less. Um, I was single and I just needed to not uh, fantasize about romance. Um, I needed to do less scrolling without making content or just less scrolling in general. So scrolling on social media, just less consuming of social media, even though I think, you know, everybody's going to consume it if you do choose positive things. But even if you're only looking at positive things, like you're still kind of, you know, you're not living your life, you're in a, a make believe world. So get back into reality and stop scrolling, um, or just scroll less. That's why I said less. Cause I'm not going to stop going on social media altogether. Like I'm just going to do less of it. Um, and these are just things I did. You, you can choose anything. I'm just giving examples. Um, I was going to eat less. Um, one of my goals was eat less fast food, eat less junk food, eat less candy and desserts. And then, um, one thing I was going to do less of was canceling or missing my therapy appointments. Um, so if you're someone or, okay, I was like, what does that note say? Um, or if you're not in therapy and you have make like a, appointments or dates with like your friends, like, and you keep canceling on them, maybe like stop canceling on your friends, like start following through and hanging out with your friends. This is just a little side note there. Okay. The next set is three things I need to do more of next year. So what should you do more of? one to three things. For me, it was going out and doing things by myself or with people. So just like getting out of the house. I think that's a huge one. That'd be a good one for you for next year. If you've been isolating or, um, you know, being a homebody for the past few years because of the influence of what's been going on, um, try to get out and go do more things out in public whether that's by yourself, if you're single like me, try to do things by yourself or with people. I mean, or if you're single, you can obviously do things with people too, but, um, check out the episode on being okay and being single, because that is a, a good one. If you're single, um, gives you a lot of tips and, uh, 
tools for your mental health, how to have good mental health while being single. Um, I think that was episode uh, five, I think. Sorry, I can't I get them mixed up right now. Um, okay, I needed to do more of cooking and meal prepping, writing and journaling, connecting with friends and family, reading, especially reading personal and financial development, and then learning about money and finances. So those were the things over the past few years that I chose. Uh, three things you need to stop doing altogether. So three things you need to completely cut out, knock it off, not do really bad habits that you need to stop. For me, it was snacking at night, especially on sugary foods, eating in the middle of the night, sleeping in during the week and going to work late, binge eating to cope with my emotions or trauma, and then smoking weed as a coping mechanism. So some of these, and I'm not going into detail about these, some of these I did successfully and some of them I still need to work on. And so some of them I, they went back on the list, you know, they were on the list from 2022 and now they're going on the list for 2023 too. Um, so yeah, there's always things that I still need to work on and these are things that you need to work on. There are things you need to do less of, do more of, and stop doing. And the last one for me was smoking weed as a coping mechanism, which I did that. I quit smoking weed as a coping mechanism. I actually, instead of just not using it for coping, I quit it altogether. So I stopped that altogether. So that was something I did, and I'm proud of that. Um... Okay, and then the last set of three things is three goals I'm going to accomplish in 2023 or, you know, the next year. So for me, my three goals for 2021 to 2022 was producing and creating a podcast. So I did that. I created a podcast and released it and published it. Um, I did, I, my next one was this list of 30 things to rediscovering myself and I did over 25 of them, which was really fun. Um, maybe I'll do an episode about those things. Uh, yeah, that'd be a good idea. Um, the next one was creating a website and doing an online store. I actually didn't, um, achieve that goal at all. Um, <laughs> I failed on that one, um, but that's okay. I did other things. Um, my next, my goals for next year for 2023, my three, so I choose three big goals or one big goal. Like, and like I talked about, like doing a push goal, like something that seems like out of reach or just like, you know, far beyond what you're capable of, because it's going to push you to get even further than if you set a small goal. Like if I would have set, you know, a goal for doing 10 just 10 episodes of the podcast, I might have only done a few, like who knows? I don't know. <laughs> um, so three big goals I have for 2023 is to record and publish 25 podcast episodes, create a website for my products or for the podcast and for my business products. Um, which, you know, I didn't do last year, so I'm making it a goal again for next year and then to lose 50 pounds. So that's just, a personal goal of mine. Um, okay. So yeah, that's, uh, the journal prompts. And to wrap this up, I'm just going to talk about, um, a couple things that you can do to make 2023 better. Um, just, I actually have only four things and they're very short. 
So hopefully this will only be about another five, 10 minutes. All right. So thank you again for being here. Um, so the first thing is to set a small goal as, as discussed. If you don't want a specific goal, then proclaim things you will do less of, do more of, or stop doing. I don't know why I just said set a small goal. That was just in my notes. Set a big goal. Okay. I think the point was set one big goal, but then also set smaller goals, like those three, the journal prompts, the three things. So set smaller goals, like things you're going to do more of, less of, or stop doing and make, make those things like they could be big, but they can also be small things. Like, you know, I just want to do more reading or I just want to go on more walks or I just want to, you know, do some deep breathing more often. It can be like little small goals. Um, it doesn't have to be a huge goal, but then, you know, if you want, choose a big goal um, and focus more on habits than the goals. So focus on the daily, like creating daily habits rather than like, you know, uh, getting overwhelmed by, you know, sometimes people just by merely setting goals, set themselves up for failure. So instead of thinking of it as a goal, think of it as a habit. Like this is something I'm going to do every day. Like I'm going to go on a 15 minute walk every day. I'm going to call a friend and talk to a friend for 15 minutes a day, or I'm going to food prep every Sunday, or I'm going to cook uh, five times a week, or I'm going to uh, go bird watching, you know, every weekend, or I'm going to um, go swimming or go on a hike or like pick something small and focus on doing that as a habit, like a part of your routine. Um, and before you know it, you've achieved a big goal and you have something to be proud of and that you've accomplished. Um, the next thing to do to make 2023 better is to check, um, to focus on self-care. So, uh, self-care has been huge for me. It's one, been one of my biggest focus in the last 10 years of my mental health treatment is learning about self-care, learning to practice it daily and, um, not just learning, but actually doing it. Cause you know, there's a difference between learning and doing. And so I've been implementing and doing self-care a lot for the past few years, especially since I split from my ex-husband, I've really focused on doing that. And, um, I have a pretty good self-care routine. And if you want to learn more about self-care and very basic, simple things you can do, go check out episode four on self-care basics. Um, it's a great episode. Um, if you aren't sure what to do, or if you get overwhelmed about self-care, it's breaks it down to where it's very easy and, um, comprehensible. Um, that sounds funny. Comprehensible. I don't know if I'm saying that right. <laughs> um, put your needs first so you can meet your goals and be a better person for the people around you, especially those you take care of. So sometimes people think doing self-care is selfish, but it's actually the opposite of that. Doing self-care is actually putting other people um, as a priority because when you prioritize yourself and take care of yourself, you're actually better uh, capable to take care of other people and you're showing up as the best version of yourself for those other people, whether you it's people you take care of or just people in your life. By doing self-care, you're... Um, be able to be a better person, to be around a happier person, a more giving person, a kinder person, 
um, just all the things. Um, you're just, you know, you're nicer to be around because you take care of yourself. And then the third thing to do to make 2023 better is to spend time with people that are good and healthy for you. Uh, we talked a lot about this, but who you're around influences a lot of your life. Um, we talked about, you know, can what you consume, but you consume the people you're around. Like they, all the, you know, self-help, personal development books all say you are the combination of the five people you hang out with the most. Like the five people in your life that you are around or spend time with the most is basically influences who you are as a person. So yeah, choose to be around people that are good for you and people that are healthy for you. And lastly, invest in learning. This will make your 2023 better. Invest in learning something, whether that's a course, like an online course, you know, learning doesn't have to be school. And these days there's so many things online that you can learn. Literally like people are making millions of dollars because they're selling courses online about like random stuff. Like you can take an online course about anything. So, um, do an online course, um, develop, learn a new skill, learn about your habits, learn about, you know, habits in general. Like there's a really good book called Atomic Habits by James Clear, super impactful book about habits and just learning about them. And, and when you learn about something, then you can implement it and then you, you get the experience and then you can read again and learn more. Anyway, um, learn about a topic of interest, interest to you, such as money, China, panda bears, history, people, or whatever, <laughs> whatever topic, whatever topic interests you. Um, that's it, you guys. Thank you for listening. We're going to repeat our affirmation three times, and then I'm just going to say goodbye. So let's do this affirmation. All right. Every day is a new beginning. And every year, I get better and become a more authentic version of myself. Every day is a new beginning, and every year, I get better and become a more authentic version of myself. Every day is a new beginning, and every year, I get better and become a more authentic version of myself. All right. Thank you guys so, so much for being here. I love you. I love that you're working on yourself and you're trying to improve yourself by listening to this podcast, especially improve your mental health. I think um, everything we talked about is all related to improving your mental health. And hopefully you got something out of this. If you did, please share this with a friend or a family member or a random person online. You know, if you're on social media, just share, copy the link. You can hit the little export button and copy the link and post it to your social media and just be like, hey, this was a really cool podcast I learned that's actually going to set me up for a better year this year and it's going to help me improve my mental health this year. So if you feel that way, I'm sure somebody else will get something out of it as well. So please share this. I appreciate you for doing such. Um, we're looking forward to serving you in the new year and helping you improve your mental health even more. Again, like I said, we're going to do shorter episodes, um, 
I'll probably do like 30 minute episodes and maybe even like some like 10 to 15 minute episodes, just like bite sized little snippets of, you know, one thing that you can do to start improving your life today. There's just so many possibilities. I'm just so excited and I can't wait for next year. Um, we hope that you, we helped you to learn how to develop healthy habits that will make you feel better, more mentally well, and bring you closer to your goals. So thank you for being here and listening to the Totally Kind of Okay podcast, and I will talk to you next year in 2023.